also brought to you by the Boatyard in Fort Lauderdale. Eat local, but stay coastal at the Boatyard Restaurant. The Boatyard is located at 1555 Southeast 17th Street in Fort Lauderdale. That means you can come by boat or you can come by car. Enjoy the nautical atmosphere whether you sit inside in the cold AC or outside on the patio bar. The Boatyard has something for everyone. Monday through Friday, happy hour. Where local favorite is bar bites and handcrafted cocktails. Open for lunch, dinner, and the popular Sunday brunch. And don't forget, ladies night. Every Thursday night from 7 to 10 p.m. where ladies drink free. Dock and dine at the famous Boatyard in Fort Lauderdale. I am sure you'll have a great experience. Clear the airways. The Lunker Dog is on the air. Are you ready? This is the Real Guy Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome to the Real Guy Podcast. This is Captain Jeff, the Lunker Dog, along with the Shepherd, Stephen Busaka today. How you doing, Stephen? I'm doing all right, brother. How you doing? I'm doing okay. Okay? Yeah. Why just okay? Well, I'm like, I don't know, I'm like, uh, I'm somewhere between, I'm somewhere between feeling like really good and... Someone being tormented. Tormented? Tormented. Dude, why would you be tormented? This is supposed to be the happiest time of the year. It's happy bait. Yeah, happy bait. <laughs> I'm putting an end to happy bait. You know I made up happy bait, right? I know you did. And we've been celebrating happy bait for a good... Years. Yeah, I'm going to call it good 18 years that I've been calling happy bait. We've been celebrating happy bait. So almost two decades. Yeah, almost two decades. Okay, well, before we go any further, for those of the for those of the people that don't know, explain what happy bait is. All right, so happy bait is a season, or it's always been a season, and I've been a part of this season since I don't know nineteen eighty. Call it, make it easy. Call it thirty years of the happy bait season. Some people call it the bait migration. A lot of people heard of it as the mullet run, and um, these are all aspects to happy bait. But happy bait, to me anyway, and considering I made it up, I'm the only one that counts, <laughs> which is nice, because there's some topics that are like debatable and shit. This one's not debatable. This one's not a matter of this. This one's not a matter of, of opinion. This is fact. Right. It's not my opinion. This is fact, <laughs> because happy bait, which was basically an expression. We all celebrated, and the reason we celebrated is because it was the time of year where the bait migration moved north to south. Most people, um, you know, that are into tarpon and snook fishing call it the mullet migration or the mullet run. Um, out in the ocean, you know, it's has uh, ballyhoo and all sorts of different jacks, all sorts of sardines, all sorts of white bait. But all everything basically migrates from north to south. The birds, the tourists, everybody. <laughs> and it starts getting cold up north, and everything runs down the east coast of Florida. Now, they have some sort of happy bait over on the west coast at the, at the same time. But happy bait here in Fort Lauderdale, Miami, was the time of year where everybody was happy fishing because they could all catch bait. And it didn't matter where you were or how skilled you were or how skilled you weren't, there was enough fish and enough bait around that everybody was happy because they could get their bait and they had their spots to fish because spots became irrelevant during happy bait. 
So that's, I'm assuming that's how you actually came up with the name for Happy Bait. Well, yeah. I mean, we're out there fishing and, you know, the, the, the bait's coming down the coast and we're getting excited and we're looking around and we see all sorts of people that we don't normally see inshore fishing for six weeks out of the year. Usually the second week of September to second or third week of October. And we just, well, we first started calling them Happy Baiters. Because they were only would come out that time of year and they were happy baiting. And you'd ride down the beach and most of it was from shore. And the happy baiters would be all up and down the shoreline. Wherever there was access to fish, they showed up. And um, there was enough bait around where they could get bait. There was enough fish around where they could catch fish. And it was the happy bait season. And in 2019, you know, we do Lunker Con, which was always done right at the beginning of Happy Bait. And we s have this horrible storm that goes through the Bahamas, and that storm pushes a little bit of bait down the coast. And we start catching fish, and the fish are jumping out of the water, and everything's good, and then it's no more. So we saw like a little burst of it right after the hurricane. And then, yeah, down at the inlet and in a, in a few spots, you still see some schools of bait. But... The other day when I was fishing, I'm sitting off the coast of Fort Lauderdale, and I'm right by the inlet, and it's the only bait that was there. And the only bait that was in the whole beach was coming right into Port Everglades that day. And I look down the beach, and I'm fishing from the boat, and I see a high, <coughs> a high concentration of fishermen all fishing this one school of bait. And yeah, they were experiencing the mullet run, the bait migration, and they were happy as clams, but they weren't seeing it the way I was seeing it. You they know, didn't have the same enthusiasm when they said it. No, they were enthused and they were happy, but they didn't have anything to compare it to. Or to, um, like for instance, during real happy bait, there wouldn't have been 20 fishermen fishing next to each other. Everybody was spread out because there's enough bait. Out. They'd be spread out from the whole... Beach, the whole Fort Lauderdale Beach. What do we got, about five and a half miles? At least. At least, a straight beach. And there was different areas you could park. And one day, the fish would be down by 18th Street. The day before that, they were down by Commercial Pier. The day after that, the whole beach, Commercial Pier, 18th Street, Sunrise Boulevard, Los Olos Boulevard, Bahia Mar, all the way to the inlet, there'd be bait and there'd be fishermen. And you'd ride up and down the beach and you'd check everybody out. And you would check out which school of fish you wanted to fish. And the one thing you notice is everybody was happy as a motherfucker. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, they were happy. They're running down with their five-gallon buckets and their combos and everything, their nets. You know what I mean? Some of them were doing snatch hooks. And everybody was fired up. I'm not seeing that no more today. So now, hold on a sec. So you're saying that you're, you're basically kind of calling an end to happy bait. So are you saying this is the end for this happy bait season? No, no, no. I'm saying this is an end to happy bait. Completely. Period. That's it. Done. And the thing is, is you can do that, though. I can you do coined that. Because you coined it. I can do that. And the reason I'm doing it is because I, I'm not seeing the guys running up and down the beach all happy anymore. There's just not that much bait. There's not that many fish in the bait that I can actually sit back and feel good about calling it happy bait. I mean, I've done like 20 trips in the last, call it three weeks. This would be the time of year 
where you tell your clients they're almost guaranteed to catch a nice tarpon or a big snook or jack snook, bluefish, ladyfish, you name it. Everything. Everything. Shark, even. So it was great for everybody. I can't say that this year. I'm still catching fish. But not like it should be, though. But not like happy bait. I'm not seeing the happy bait errs. I mean, do you think it could get better? I mean, do you think that maybe that the hurricane had something to do with kind of screwed up, or what do you think? No, I think happy bait's over. I don't think that people realize that this bait migration that we see now is not the migration that we've seen over the years. It's just a partial ratio. So that brings us to a very interesting question. So if it got so, what what do you think caused this? I think. I think that if you if you sat down. And you had one list saying, okay, on this list, I'm going to write down all the things that have helped Happy Bait in the last two decades. And then you sat down and you wrote another list of all the things that have hurt Happy Bait in the last decade. I think the list of all the things that hurt it would be 100 to 1 of all the things that you could think of. I mean, I'm no you know, marine biologist. I'm no professional conservationist, environmentalist. I'm a fishing guide. But what I am is I'm a guy that has experienced happy bait on Fort Lauderdale Beach since 1980. And what we see today is just pathetic compared to what we've seen over the years. And it's a conservation problem. I don't know. I got a lot of friends that uh, are big into fishing that are doing trips like, you know, taking people fishing, guides, captains, guys that have been doing it for years and years and years and years. And I talked to them. None of them believe that the bait migration is better than it's been. They all, it's unanimous that it's worse. Is there, but here's the thing, is there anything that we can do to try to actually help it? I think there's things we can do. I don't think people are really ready to do anything. What do you mean by that? Well, like, for instance, all those guys I just talked about that know about what happy bait should be. I'll, I'll, I, I mean, I might be wrong. There might be an exception to the crowd. I've never been contacted by a uh, so-called environmentalist or conservationist or whatever these people, you know. I hear about these people, the conservationists, the environmentalists, the marine biologists that are into saving all the different wildlife all now I'm the guy that fishes every single day for, for the most part and so are the other guys that I know I've never met one of these conservationists or environmentalists I've never had one call me up on the phone and ask me questions what do I think what do I think about the water what do I think about the grass what do I think about the turtles what do I think about anything not only have I never got a call I've never met one of these people like a lunker con how many people at lunker con the other day 350 or so at least was it did you meet any conservationists Aside but, from the fishing guides, no. No, not only people that are into conservation. Not you're talking like truly, almost like biologist type people. Like a people. guy, right? That is supposed to know shit. No. Like, right, none. Right. And the sad thing is, I don't think you ever will see them out there because I don't think I. I some I may I guess I could be you know generalizing here, but I don't really think that they think that fishing guides know as much as they do. You know what I mean? I think that they think. Well, listen. I went to university. Let me I got my degree. That for you. Let you me know? translate that for you. Translated. Whoever these people are that I've never met, if that's what they think, then they're retards. Because everybody knows that a guy that 
on the water fishing every single day obviously knows stuff. And if they know stuff and you're not on the water every single day because you're one of these book nerds that are sitting in the University of Miami that are supposed to save the world, you think maybe you might want to talk to somebody like the guy that's fishing every day? 100%. Now, I do know, and it's funny I bring up the University of Miami because there are some so-called conservationists, environmentalists that actually work there, and I actually have heard of them, and they've actually reached out to some people, especially about sword fishing. Also, there's some people that are involved in the... Uh, Bonefish, too. Bonefish Trust, Tarpon Bonefish, Bonefish Trust. Bonefish Tarpon Trust. And I've heard about them. I've never met any. None of them have ever called me up to ask me anything. I see these people on social media that claim to be these hardcore conservationists, environmentalists, and supposedly there's this huge voice. You know, everybody wants to save the world. Where are you? What's your plan? Because I'd love to know and I'd love to help. I hear about all this stuff. You know, the only persons I know that have had any type of plan are the captains for clean waters. Yeah. So they got some sort of plan. And eh, maybe it'll work. Maybe it won't. But at least they got a plan. At least they're actually doing stuff, too. And and they're actually doing something. They're in Tallahassee all the time. But I don't want to beat a dead horse, but I'm calling happy bait. Happy bait is over 2019. That's it. Done. It's not happy bait anymore. So if happy bait's over... And this is really the end. What, so what's next? Nothing. So you're saying so every – because every year we look forward to happy baits. Well, and then I'm going to get a whole bunch of people that say, oh, Jeff, I've never seen the mullet any thicker than I've seen them today. Oh, I heard there's going to be the, uh, a school of fish coming that's 10 miles long. It just happens to be in Savannah right now. And I'm going to hear all this crap. And maybe I'm, maybe I'm wrong, but I, I don't think so. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hear about the fish that are coming, that never come, that haven't come yet. Now, traditionally, we only have two more weeks of it left. So even if it showed up tomorrow and it lasted for two weeks, happy bait season would still be pathetic. Because we didn't get that full amount of time. Because it's not what it used to be. You know, this, this you know, only because I, I always kind of think of happy bait and, you know, pre-pod is another one. Do you think that pre-pod, are you ready to call an end to that too, or do you think that's still strong enough? No, because pre-pod's pre-pod. Um, and pre-pod, all that means is the small bait, the white bait, like to hang out at the beach, and they'll settle in the sand, which they did this year. Mm-hmm. And I caught just as many tarpon and snook this summer as I'm catching right now during happy bait. And pre-pod was supposed to be a warm-up to happy bait. Hence the pre. Right. And, I mean, quite honestly, my fish catches were better during pre-pod than they are right now, right towards the middle of what would normally be the happy bait season. So I started fishing, I first started fishing happy bait about five years ago. Right. And I will tell you that even back then, and I I was, you know, I had fun. It was, you know, it was cool seeing the bait kind of blow up and everything. But I will still tell you, I still had, I still caught way more snook fishing pre-pod than I did happy bait. Well, I think I think during pre-pod, that's the time to catch a lot of smaller snooks, you know. I mean, a lot of them, you know. Yeah. But you can go down there and get a half a dozen. Yeah, you catch some nice slots but every during, once in a while, too. But during happy bait is the time to get your 20-pounder in the Yeah. Sun. 
You know, you're not going to get your 20 pounder in the surf no. very often in the middle of summer during pre-pod. No. You get that during happy bait. And then when you get one, you smile and you're happy for like uh, uh, a week like, uh, or longer. Or longer. <laughs> and that was what happy bait was made of. That's what it was all about. It was. So you're telling me, so, so it's over and, and there's nothing else. So there's nothing that comes next. We have nothing else to look forward to. Well, as far as the mullet run or happy bait. Your pre-pod, happy bait, nothing. 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 The only thing we get to look forward to is uh, the great tarpon fishing that we have here all winter long and all spring long and most of the summer. And I'm not saying that we can't catch fish right now. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, dude, I'm a professional tarpon guide. I've been doing it for a long time. We'll go out and catch a goddamn tarpon. But I can't control the happy bait season. All I can do is tell you what it's really about. And guys like you that have, you know, seen it for five or six years, I want them to hear it from a guy that's been doing it for 30 years. And whatever these conservationists, environmentalists come up with, as far as ways that we might be able to recoup what we once had with this huge mullet migration, I'm all ears. Get to work at it. I'll be your biggest advocate. We'll raise money wherever the hell we got to do. But as of 2019, right here in the Lunky Dog Studios, I'm calling it. Just like I made it up and preached about it and celebrated it, I'm calling it right now. It's over. That's it. We're done. Finito. Hate to be such a pessimist. See, I feel like this is the part where we need like one of those sad little violins playing. Right? I mean, kind of fade away as the yeah. damn lights. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like this is going to be the start of a lot of memes. Yeah, maybe. Anyway, let's wrap it up, dude. Let's wrap it up, man. I hate to say it, but it's the end of Happy Day, <sighs> Kusaka. Man, this is kind of sad. I mean, but, you know, I'm not going to lie, though, Jeff. You know, seeing the decline in, you know, snook that I was, I've was, i been catching on the beach over the past, I would say, two years, two to three years. I mean, dude, this is why I kind of, like, have migrated now into like Biscayne Bay and bone fishing. Cause yeah. I can't, I mean, I'll be honest. I, cause I, I can't really, the thrill's not there for me as much anymore. I used to be out, dude, I used to go before work, even during happy, but I could go before work and I could actually get a snook all different. I didn't even care what size it was. I just wanted to get one. I can't do that anymore. Do you know how many reports that we've received online about happy bait so far this year? Pretty much zero, pretty much zero. And that means one of two things. Either one, that people weren't happy enough to give a report. Or two, they're not seeing it, so they're not telling us. Or it could be three. It could be that they're son of a bitches and don't, you know, they're give, trying to give keep us quiet. a report. But if that's the case, then it's not happy bait. Because during happy bait, you never would have to think that way. No, because there was, again, there was enough bait to go around. <laughs> that's right. And there was enough fish to go, to go around. That's right. All right. Well, listen, you guys heard it right here. Happy bait's over. It's done. That's it. Run that dog. Run that dog, y'all. Thanks for listening to The Shepherd and The Longer Dog.